position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which... That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news. We have the latest titles that we are interested in. Of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews. And then we have, of course, everyone's favorite the deals! Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of... It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello and welcome to episode 153 of the Best Linux Games Podcast being recorded for you on this uh, glorious September 30th, 2017 at 19.12pm Pacific Coast Time, also known as, for our sequel friends out there, the one true sequel universe, 2017, 0930, 19.12pm uh, Crack Engineer Ivor Molina over there in the booth is fired, holding up the whiskey sign. Thank you, Ivor. Let's have some whiskey. Mmm. 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 That is some delicious whiskey. Especially when you suck it out of your own fucking face beard and stuff. Oh, it's just the best. You get breakfast, lunch, and dinner right there. Like a, like a dolphin or a whale with krill. Or whatever the... F- or crawl with the glaive. One of those two things, it's just like that. Mm. So we have a lot of... We have a divergent show for you this week, other than the one that we had planned. But uh, and it's also an abbreviated one. We're not going to have, uh, well, let's get straight to our top stories. We'll talk about it. So, first up in our top stories, 
the column. Best Linux Games, the column. This week, www.bestlinuxgames.com. Click at the top where it says Best Linux Games column. And read this week's latest installment. Uh, all about Vikings. Also known as the OG hackers. The original hackers. The o- Or as we used to say in high school, I'm the original OG. Oh, you're the original, original gangster. Wow, that's cool. Um, props go out to old friend Jacob Smigel for pointing that out to us. Um, the OG hackers were the Vikings, as in hack and slash, that is. Um, so read all about that in our feature on Vikings, uh, Wolves of Midgard. And that is also our feature this week, uh, is, you know, inside the show. Like, you don't have to go anywhere. Just stay listening, and you will hear our feature uh, this week on Vikings Wolves of Mid- Midgard. The uh, Jed Omero interview has been bumped due to, like, severe time constraints on my end. It's totally my bad. Uh, to next week, hopefully, if we can reestablish communication with Master Koenig. Koenig. Um, so the Jed Omero interview will be next week. Uh, there's no new and noteworthy this week because there are really no new and noteworthy titles that I saw during my plumbing of the depths of the webs of the interwebs so uh, finally in our top stories and I know I keep trying to keep this show over these three years is the toy aisle like this is you know where you don't go for current events and shit but Puerto Rico is in a lot of fucking trouble right now. Um, if you're as ancient as I am, or perhaps even older, which is inconceivable because that's a mathematically inexpressible uh, number in terms of time, but if you're as old as I am, uh, then you remember Katrina, which fucked up my life, and I live in Las Vegas. So, uh, it's beginning to look a lot like Katrina every time he tweets. So, it doesn't seem like the federal government is doing enough. In fact, I it's patently obvious if you listen to the people who are there that the federal government is not doing enough, fast enough, etc., I would strongly encourage all of our listeners to uh, either text donate to the re- by texting uh, Red Cross R E D C R O S S to nine zero nine nine nine, or uh, finding some way to that that'll donate ten bucks to the Red Cross. I mean, it's not much, but it's like basically the cost of a video game. So. If everyone does it, that's a thousand bucks. Two thousand bucks, maybe, depending on the plus or minus differential between who the people who the good people who listen to us via SoundCloud, which is like a hundred a week, versus like the two hundred fucking people who insist on using <laughs> which is great. We love you all, who insist on straining the Drupal droplet to uh pod racer or whatever feed catcher or pod catcher that they use um but yeah seriously consider uh sparing what you can uh to Puerto Rico 
relief because they're going to be fucked. Um, and anyway, I, I don't want to get too political on this, but yeah, I mean, a week ago we knew that they were going to be fucked. Ten days ago we knew that they were going to be fucked, and yet it appears that we've done nothing to help mitigate the fact that they're getting fucked. And it's going to get worse. Um, and you know, I just watched last night, I watched uh, on, upon the recommendation of uh, Jeff Jeffy Wise, friend of the show, Jeff Jeffy Wise, I watched Logan, and there's a great line in Logan where there's an accident or whatever, and uh, Logan and assorted people are kind of on the run, and there's an accident that happens in front of them, and Logan's like, ah, we gotta go. Someone else will, someone else will show up. Someone else will, someone else will come. And uh, another character says, someone is already here. Someone else, someone's already come. Be that somebody who's already come on the face of injustice. Yes, you see, I just took a social justice message and I turned it into something filthy and pornographic because that's what I am here for, I am a filthy, perverse, pornographic man. Yes, baby! Why didn't they call me Skooky Sprite? Because it's a sex act. Not on the mortal plane. It's a sex act among the gods. Particularly deviant, deviant one. Oh, deviated preverts everywhere. So, just just want to throw that out. Uh, you can tech, you can donate ten bucks to the Red Cross. It's not the ideal way to donate, but uh, because they the Red Cross then has to wait for the phone company to release at the end of the month. But this is the thirtieth, so if you do it like you know, I don't know, blah, and it'll make you feel better. And ultimately, it's going to require sustaining effort to help Puerto Rico. Um, and they are American citizens, and. Yeah. Our, I'm not going to say I'm not going to use our president's name in this at all. Whatever you feel about the president, that's fine. Send Puerto Rico some money. They need it. Alright, so that brings us straight up to our features. Ivor, will you please do the honor of hitting us with our features? Please? You're fired. I love you. Ivor, hold me. That brings us to this week's feature in lieu of having any new and noteworthy. Our feature this week is literally a feature, not a review. I've only played about two and a half hours of it but it is for Vikings, Wolves of Midgard Ivor, does this have any fucking audio for it? Okay, so no audio. Great. Vikings, Wolves of Midgard, which you can read a much more uh, cogent and lucid and distilled version of this feature uh, in 
our feature in the column this week. Uh, Vikings Wolves of Midgard came out March 24, 24th, 2017. It's developed by uh, Calypso, or it's developed by a company called Games Farm, uh, published by Calypso Media Digital. It's a Diablo-esque hack and slasher, but that is a... That... <laughs> that's not entirely fair to the cool things about like, oh shit, I just spilled whiskey on myself. Fuck! Mm. Excuse me there. Sorry about that. Technical difficulties. Man, there's a beverage here, man! Nothing is fucked here. Um, okay, so Vikings Wolves of Midgard came out March 24th, 2017. So far, the reviews, both recently and overall, have been mixed. I have only logged about two and a half hours in this game, which only recently, and I'm, I can't tell you how recently, but it only recently became available for Linux, at least by my noticing. And in terms of forgetting the fact that this is a game that's available for Linux. Let's judge Vikings Wolves of Midgard on its own merits, okay? First of all, if you're a fan of games like Victor Vran, Diablo, or Torchlight, you will likely love Vikings Wolves of Midgard. Here are the pros. The pros for Vikings Wolves of Midgard, it's M-I-D-G-A-R-D. Um, one, super great graphics. Two, it is a brainless button masher, but that carries a major caveat, which is three, the normal Diablo-esque slash Torchlight-esque mix of role-playing, inventory management, equipment management, and upgrading and crafting and stuff are all augmented by mini-systems. Vikings Wolves of Midgard operates the combat in Vikings Wolves of Midgard actually operates off of uh, a micro-modular combat system in which there are lots of things that you actually need to keep track of and do and stuff almost to the point where like your single hero hack and slash mindless button mashing campaign turns into I don't want to say it turns into a real-time strategy game but it has distinct elements of it that are tactically real in real time it's real time tactics the core of the game is a glorious button mashing slaughter fest in which you take up uh, the role of a viking hero in like a time of great upheaval in Norse mythology more or less I have yet to read Neil Gaiman's new book on North, Norse myth- on Norse mythology, but I can't wait. Um, same way I can't wait for the next season of American Gods. But the cool thing about Vikings Wolves of Midgard is it wraps up all of the same stuff that you loved about the old OG Gauntlet games with the stuff that you loved about 
uh, Diablo 2, I wish that someone would fucking make a Diablo 3 play like where you have actual combos that you can extend, you know, and upgrade the actual combos, you know, so it's not just button mashing. But that's okay. Vikings wraps all of that up with uh, craftable, extendable um, armor, weaponry, spells, skills, and attributes. I'm pretty sure that covers the gamut. All of which you can like have new armor crafted if you have the right materials um, and the right amount of gold. You can level up if you have the right amount of blood that you've gotten from killed enemies. Um, You can buy new weapons, get new spells, gain new favors of gods, learn new weapon systems um, that are divergent from your character's primary initial weapon system. Uh, And all of this combines with the actual gameplay, which incorporates elements such as exposure, meaning like if you're out in like the fucking tundra and snowdrifts and shit with too, for too long in between getting to a fire, your exposure meter will get full and you will begin to freeze to death and it will fucking kill you. Also, other simple elements that actually uh, manif- make themselves manifest in terms of the way you actually play what would normally be just a mindless button mashing game just one button. Oh, primary attack, primary attack, blah, 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 More than that, you have passive abilities. They're called gifts that are bestowed upon you by the types of weapons which you wield. And those are keyed to specific gods. So, for instance, Loki, which is like my my character right now, um, my guy's name is Orlox, as in Goldilocks, but also kind of like perverted and weird because he's a seven fucking half foot tall goddamn fucking Nordic giant beast of a guy with two fucking axes that are both as big as me and uh, Loki favors two handed dual wielding of anything so my guy gets passive buffs from Loki which include all this sort of stuff that you can also upgrade the individual gifts that you are granted from specific gods, but they're only in effect when you wield the type of weapons that those gods like. So Odin loves the staff. Um, I, uh, I can't even remember the rest of them. Oh, yeah, you know, you'll never guess who loves the hammer. Thor. Thor loves the hammer. Don't be Thor. This is Perthi the Tonsils. Do not be Thor at me. Do not be Thor. Oh, man, I I was hoping Ivor would queue up some Percy Dove tonsils. But anyway, so those determine your passive gifts. Those are also upgradable. Even better, though, you have a level up system. The level up system works by sacrificing blood at blood altars. You collect blood by killing enemies. The better ways in which you kill enemies, for instance, combo chains, multi-kills, etc., gives you more blood, lets you upgrade, lets you level up faster when you sacrifice that blood at altars. Blood is also used for other things, if I remember correctly, because like I said, there's a lot of really smaller modular systems that govern the ultimate stats that you bring to bear inside the actual combat as you dungeon delve through statically designed, very beautiful, graphically pretty impressive. They're a solid B. 
Um, they are solid B, maybe to B plus. The graphics and environments and enemies and character models and stuff in this game, they are very good. But the cool thing is, so between, okay, so you have these passive gifts, you have your actual character level, which act, when you level up, it actually lets you improve a single core base stat by like one percentage or whatever. Then you have like armor, weapons, and spells which you upgrade by finding a skilled craftsman having enough resources harvested from actually just going through the missions. So, like, instead of breaking open a treasure chest and finding, like, five trillion pieces of gold, you'll find, like, you know, 50 gold, three iron, four wood, and stuff like that. Also, breaking trees and stuff that you may find in any given level. These are not procedurally generated levels, by the way. They are statically generated levels that are designed for replayability. So you can replay them once you beat them from a different perspective. Um, so for instance, like the first level that I did was where you kill the Jokul. After you kill the Jokul, this is not a spoiler alert because it doesn't matter. It's a hack and slasher at its core. Once you kill the Jokul, you unlock, you, you rescue a shipwright who will make you a ship, and then you can play the Jokul mission again whenever you want with a different objective, which is great for replayability and stuff. And in this case, the only re- uh, objective that I've unlocked and completed, secondary objective for that map, is to kill 50 wolves and bring their pelts back, which you can accomplish via multiple different. Um, trips into that area. The maps are static, but you may start in different places, which is really cool. Now, the actual combat, like I said, is heavily button mashing based. Primary attack, primary attack, primary attack, primary attack. But, every one of your other buttons on your controller are mapped to, by default, to activate special powers or inventory items. It used to be inventory items. In other games, it's special powers or inventory items. In this game, it's special powers um, that are keyed and unlockable. So, for instance, you can be surrounded as you're dying of exposure by all these fucking wolves and people writing these little troll-like motherfuckers writing on uh, wild boars as if they're fucking side-saddling fucking demonic troll-like goofy gremlin-eared cowboys of the old Nordic West um, while you're trying to kill these frost demons and shit and if you're really if you're really once you get the hang of the game you'll weaken up as much of this horde that is just constantly attacking you. Constantly. It's, let's say it's like, you know, eight guys. They're attacking you from all sides. You'll try to weaken them up while using your dodge roll, which uses a separate stamina meter to dodge the particularly damaging incoming attacks that you might see from whichever part of the horde that's, you know, surrounded you in this fucking screaming mob of red highlighted enemy-ness. Um, it plays very much like Diablo, though. You use your, you use your, uh, stamina meter to dodge des- uh, particularly damaging attacks, because it only takes one or two really good attacks, depending on the, the type of attack that you're gonna get hit with, to really almost kill you there is no block button um at least not for uh disciples of Loki hang on let me light a cigarette mm. 
So right there, you're balancing like a couple of things, but then what you want to do is you want to weaken this entire horde mob as much as possible, and then level some kind of special attack on them so you kill all of them all at once. That gives you huge bonuses to the blood that you collect, to uh, your rage meter, to the... Um, it just... It's it's way better. It's way better. Either the, the number of combos you can string together or the number of multi-kills that you can put together... And that does require some amounts of strategy, because while you're trying to balance out, well, do I want this group to fucking die like this now, or am I gonna die? Do I need to roll? How is my rage meter is the other biggest factor early on, because the rage meter, it's slow to fill up, it fills up with combat, but once once it's filled, it is frequently um not frequently, but it can be the difference between especially in boss encounters successful fucking boss encounters and just total fucking annihilation and frustrating defeat, which is really cool because once you go into rage mode it takes a while to fill up that rage meter too Um, but you can do it strategically once you fill it up and once you use it you drain it instantaneously but it makes you a fucking invulnerable monster capable of just slaying even the giants that like extend way, that are like, you know, literally five times your height uh, which the, the, the dynamic camera angles generally handle totally great um, and the boss encounters which are generally set pieces camera also generally handles them totally great so you're balancing a lot of stuff even before you really know it or are aware of it, you're also balancing how many health potions you have, which can only be replenished from health altars. So you're trying to manage your exposure, which can be mitigated by going, moving to the nearest campfire. This is like in the first mission. That'll reduce your exposure. You're free. I'm freezing to death here, motherfucker. Um, but of course that's expressed in Viking badass uh, great voice acting as in none shall ever claim the Ulfong or I am invincible or I'll need the fires of hell to warm my bones if I stay out here any longer shit like that but really cool stuff Um, now when you manage all of these considerations that are those are real time considerations and you balance them against the village-based considerations, such as, you know, your equipment and, you know, your attributes and whether or not you want to level up now, or whether or not you want to hoard the blood at the altar, whether or not you want to go play through the campaign or seek the favor of the gods by challenging them directly, which is something that I have yet to do. All of this stuff interacts in a big, 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 seamless way that makes the game one of the more interesting compelling involved and well balanced this is not a review, this is just a feature I'm only two and a half hours into the game but I'm going to try to beat it because I really like it Um, it's not like Diablo it's not like Victor Vran 
it's not like Torchlight. It looks and plays like all three of those in one way or another. But these little modular twists to your ability that translate into direct action inside of the game, like it's it's totally a hack and slash gauntlet esque, Diablo esque, um, isometric dungeon delver. You know, treasure, blood, and one button, etc. But all of this combined makes Vikings Wolves of Midgard into something that really, once it gets under your skin, is ultimately vastly different from all three of those games from which it draws the parts that make up the whole of Vikings Wolves of Midgard. It's a whole lot greater than the sum of its parts, is what I'm trying to say. <clears throat> because you'll find yourself just, you know, if you've been listening to this show at all, you know that since July 1st, out here in Vegas, weed has become legal, and so I've been getting stern quite a bit, um, and I, you know, not all the time, and not for every fucking, vi- and I don't get stoned for I would say 90% of the video games I play, but sometimes I want to get stoned and play a video game, and finding video games which you can get stoned and then play and enjoy um, without being paralytically challenged by the fact that, you know, you're 800 years old and you have virgin lungs, um, because before it became legal in July July 1st out here in Vegas for recreational use, I had them gone stoned in fucking... 20 years plus um Vikings Wolves of Midgard is fantastic for this because you'll be trucking along just hack and slashing and then you'll die and you'll be like oh fuck this I know I got this and you probably kind of do but you have to probably manage the actual shit that's going on in real time combat a little differently than you are maybe you're not dodging enough maybe you're dodging too much Maybe you're not capitalizing on when you can use some of your special attacks, which are fairly devastating and can be. They all have a cooldown. They're all keyed to a button. And uh, right now, I only have like three unlocked. One is Heal Meme. One is like uh, Lightning Dash. And the other one is a uh, Area of Effect blob. But they all have a cooldown, kind of like Baldur's Gate, almost. Um, and the way that all of these things interact with each other make Vikings Wolves of Midgard way better than I thought it would be. Combine it with very polished, very uh, tight narrative, exposition, cutscenes. All of them are very short. All of them have very good voice acting and very, very excellent uh, calligraphic, you know, kind of runic um, you know, parchment and all the I don't associate Vikings with parchment and pens, but whatever, I associate them with stone and axes, but whatever I don't know, I haven't read Neil Gaiman's book yet, so there we go there's my defense, let's have some more whiskey Mm. all of this combined with the excellent graphics engine makes Vikings a really compelling, revisitable game now, finally, I'm going to just give you the piece of that resistance, then we'll get to the deals about Vikings. I have not tried it yet, but Vikings Wolves of Midgard has a built-in multiplayer mode as well. 
Meaning, Torchlight 2, when it finally came to Linux about, I don't know, 18 months ago, maybe two years ago, um, when Torchlight 2 came to Linux, that was a big fucking deal. Just like last week with Parkitect scratching off a title from our Linux list, because I wanted a game like Diablo 2, ideally a game like Diablo 3, which, fuck, I guess it's up to us to design it, but that's okay, we'll, someone will develop it. Um, but Vikings, Wolves of Midgard actually, uh, so Torchlight 2 scratched off the Diablo-esque uh, game category from our we need this in Linux list very much in the same way that Parkitect last week scratched off the theme park game theme park simulator game from our Linux list Vikings Wolves of Midgard I can totally understand why there are mixed reviews both recently and uh, all time mixed recently is 70 uh, all reviews 1,448 also mixed I could see how people could react to Vikings Wolves of Midgard because it is a throwback to a simpler time in gaming but it does for old motherfuckers like me offer a lot more than just that simple button mashing formula and beyond that it also offers multiplayer I don't even care if multiplayer doesn't even work right now I haven't tried it. I, I'm going to be honest because like, I'm only two and a half hours into the game. I don't want to be the f- that fucking new guy. Um, which I should do, but whatever. There's so much in the single player that, that in terms of like figuring out how all these systems work and integrate and interrelate with each other um, that I've been reticent to jump in into it. Um into multiplayer, but the fact that it's offered means that this scratches off yet another this is a game from 2017 March, April, May, June July, August, September, October so it's 7 months old 6 months old, March 24th 2017 but it has multiplayer Diablo-esque, Torchlight-esque gameplay, I and it's fairly, fairly supremely addictive in its own weird weird twisty way so that is our feature for Vikings Wolves of Midgard which brings us to this week's deals also sans music because we haven't had music in years for the deals first off in our deals is a game you may have heard of it's called Vikings Wolves of Midgard (laughs) now okay the store page right now does not tell me when this deal expires. So pick this up as soon as you hear it. Oh, here we go. When does this stop? Okay, yeah. This is evidently part of the Calypso sale page. Monday... The second of October, so just this week, I guess it's just this weekend, I guess. Calypso's having a sale in which Vikings is included. Vikings, Wolves of Midgard, check this out. Here's the price that you would normally expect to pay $39.99. No, my friends. Vikings, Wolves of Midgard is a very compelling hack and slasher with great graphics, excellent gameplay tweaks. Um 
strong role-playing game and crafting elements with excellent, so far, seemingly, potential for replayability and a multiplayer mode, 65% off, now until October 2nd, $13.99. I would heartily recommend you check this, check out Vikings, Wolves, and Midgard. Second, and in conclusion in our deals, we have the Supergiant Games Collection. Supergiant are the are the game meisters behind Bastion, Transmitter, Transistor, Empire. <laughs> Bastion and Transmitter? Transmitter. Ah, who could forget the glory of Transmitter? No. Transistor, one of my favorite fucking games I've ever played on Linux. Uh, Empire, their latest release, that's in order of their releases. They start off with Bastion, then they came out with Everyone knows our name. They know your faces. We have three problems. Um, <laughs> Transistor, fucking awesome role-playing game. Empire, which I have yet to get a chance to actually get around to playing. But anyway, the Super Giant Games Collection includes all three of those, along with all of their expansion packs, DLCs, OSTs, which is just like a fancier way of prolonging your attention span to maybe sucker you into buying the full game, which is cool, sometimes. In the case of Transistor, I would say that OST might be might be good to have. But all three of those, Bastion, Transmitter, Empire, are available in the Supergiant Weekend Deals Collection at the astonishing price of 63% off at $11.22. Pyre just came out. Pyre is a brand new fucking game. Let's see. Came out July 25th, 2017. I have not played Pyre, but I do own it. Support Supergiant Games. They have yet to disappoint me in any way with any game that they have ever made. And they are going on a string that is three that is three long strong. That's bomb, bomb, bomb. Each game better than the last. Bastion was awesome. Transistor was fucking unbelievable. Can't wait to play Pyre. Um, party ba- Anyway, you can get all three of them now through uh, Monday, October 2nd. 63% off, $11.22. That'll do us. Um, tune in next week for our real Jen Omero episode. Can't wait to interview this guy. And check out Jen Omero, uh, this week's column on Vikings, Lords of Wolves of Midgard. But check out last week's column on Jed Omero. Tweet me any questions you may have for uh, Ghost Time Games uh, founder and one-man engine uh, Master Koenig um, at Vegas Writer V-E-G-A-S-W-R-I-T-E-R if you have them. Uh, cheers, thanks for listening. I will see you next week hopefully around Friday-ish. Um, that'll do us. Sante! I'm trying to think of some sort of Viking invocation whatever. I don't know. Vikings. Yar. Greasy hair. Yar. Oh! One last thing about Vikings. The game kind of stole my heart during character creation, because you can be a, a guy or a girl. The guys are called warriors. The girls are called shield maidens. But uh, as a guy, I kept randomizing like my, you know, all the cosmetic stuff. And ultimately, I ended up 
having giant Goldilocks style pigtails down to my nipples on my enormous pectorals with facial tattoos. Metrosexual Viking. Read all about it in the column www.bestlinuxgames.com Click on the link up top. The column. Cheers, thanks for listening. I will catch you next week. That's a wrap! There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farm. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there. I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.